Hello, and welcome to Colorful Conversations, brought to you by the creators of Kaleidoscope Living. I'm Tia, your host and occasional referee. Hey, I'm Tasha. And I'm Joe. We know from experience that living your best life begins with creating a home you love. So on this podcast, we chat about DIY, home design, and life at home. Our goal is simple. We want you to learn something useful and have fun every time you listen. All right, here we go, y'all. All right, today we're going to talk about what to do when your house feels overstuffed. Mm. Clutter. Clutter everywhere. I feel like we should bring the listeners up to speed. (laughs) Tia's already up to speed on this situation. Well, I'll just start sweating again. This past Sunday at our house was tense. It was tense. And Joe doesn't (laughs) even know this, but I texted Tia and said, I think... I think Joe grew devil horns. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I w- Joe, let me say, he is the kindest, most patient human on earth. Maybe only second to my stepdad. And so when he gets in a bad mood... Watch out. It happens like twice a year. And it is my... It's my least... Those are my two least favorite days of the year. Because he's like the stable reliable, even keel. He's the constant calmness in our life. So when he is upset and not calm, it is very disconcerting. So tell the people what happened. Just walk us through what's going in your, on in your mind. Well, I came home from work oh boy. after being gone for 24 hours. Ooh. And I feel like I walked in the door and it looked like a tornado hit the inside of the house. Which, for the record... Can I hear what that looks like? Because, you know, I call our family the D-Lo Tornado. I mean, there was stuff on the floor, on every counter. Okay. There... Okay, okay, I'm listening. I'm sorry, go. There was stuff all over our living room, on the floor. Stuffy stuff? Stuffy stuff. Not the stuff that's supposed to be there. Right. Extra stuff. Not decor. Yeah, tchotchke. Mm Mm-hmm. Things. Okay. Toys and such. Yeah, oh yeah, there was stuff everywhere. And... Sundays can tend to be, you know, they're supposed to be a kind of relaxing day, but it was going to be a oh. little bit busier day because they're crazy. In our you house. know, we were going to church. We had the girls had a play date that was coming to the house, and so I feel like we didn't have a whole lot of time to take care of the mess mm-hmm. that I walked into. So a little salty, I guess, when I walked in the salty. door and saw that. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's I like good. That. I like that adjective. Now, I do want to say. For the record, our version... Present your case. Present my case. <laughs> Thank you, Judge Tia. <laughs> I think that people will picture a disaster when they heard your description. But as Tia will it's tell ne- you... Guys, it's never a disaster It's here. never... like Their baseline is very different. Our version of, of a disaster is really not that bad but it here's what I here's my perspective I feel like for several weeks now we have had things out I totally agree with that like I took down everything in the hallway Mm -hmm. and I stuffed it in the laundry room Mm -hmm. and then I kind of pretended like it wasn't there like I I didn't know exactly what to do with it and so there were things whereas Joe had taken a bunch of like old kids electronics and like laid them out on the desk I saw that you did I saw that Joe yeah and, and that, but the, the point is all these extra things had kind of been sitting around for a couple of weeks. Now, 
I'm not sure why he thought they were going to disappear in the 24 hours he was at work. But also, I think the real catalyst is that the girls were supposed to have folded their laundry and they didn't. And that was partly my fault. Cause like once we came downstairs Saturday morning, we just didn't go back upstairs right. until Saturday night. And I saw it and I was like, Oh boy, this is going to be a situation. <laughs> Saturdays get away from us. And then Sundays <sighs> are what we refer to in our house as murder day. That's how it felt. <laughs> That's how this past Everybody's Sunday felt. always mad on Sundays. Yeah. It felt very, I told you, Joe, angry birds stomped around the house all day. Which I do that all the time, so I feel you, Joe. I'm, I'm the angry bird stomper at my house. I, I get in these modes where I just, I don't, when a room is just a mess, mm-hmm. and it, that day it was almost every room had something that needed Couldn't to be done, mm-hmm. and I felt like, as a family, we needed to go room by room and not stop until that room was done, and then move to the next room, and then, and keep that up. And I will say, too, like, Tasha said, and it's not just the girls, it's not just Tasha, it's not just me, like, we all have... Yeah had so, things yeah. that are on our to-do list and they unfortunately have been out in the yeah. open. Yeah. And I will say too, like we've had a few projects that have just completed and we're have other things on our to-do list that are like up and coming. And it's like all of a sudden we haven't finished cleaning up from the last project. And right. We're start, about to start another yes. one. Yes. And it gets, it got to be too much for It's me. like yeah. what you tell your kids, please put up. Yeah. What you're playing with before yeah. you get out something yes. new. Yes. Put up the paints before we get out the slime right. or whatever the things so are. So we as the adults, I will confess to not having done the best job of that. Anyway, it put poor Joe over the edge. It takes a lot to put Joe over the edge. So we all treaded lightly on that day. <laughs> and then... I'm thinking you maybe had some secret conversations with the girls on Sunday without me knowing. Like... No, I didn't. Everyone back away. <laughs> but he's crazy. There were there were a few things <laughs> that I found at the very end of the day. Joe was in the laundry room and I found Atlee's swim cover up on the ground in our bedroom. You have never seen me move so lightning fast. I was like, no, no, no. I grabbed it up. I snatched it up. And, oh, no, you weren't in the laundry room. You were in one of their rooms, thank God, because I was able to throw it in the laundry room in the dirty clothes so that he didn't find it. Because I was like, if he finds this, he's going to have to have a whole other conversation with Atley. Anyway, this is making... Listen, Joe is the nicest human alive, but he, he, had, ha- he had had enough. And so, I feel like that was a lot of background. <laughs> But it was important because I feel like we all have these moments where we're chugging along, we're doing all right, and then we start to feel super overwhelmed by the stuff in our house, okay? Claustrophobic. Yeah. Emotionally and physically. Yes. It feel it starts to feel heavy, it starts to feel like too much, and it's everyone has a breaking point. And as Tia pointed out, different people have different yes. thresholds. We had hit Joe's threshold, okay? And... So we, we tread lightly on Sunday, and since this happens so rarely with Joe, I have, though, learned, like, you just, you, he has to have his feelings about it, and I just quietly fly under the radar, and then he's fine the next day. And then very calmly on Monday, at the end of the day, he said, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed by the amount of stuff in our house. And I was like... I respect that. And so we can work from that. We Yes. Let's, let's, so he said, I feel like we need to start moving stuff out of it. Like we got to get rid of some stuff. And I was like, okay, so I'm a woman, if nothing, I'm a woman of action. That and is we true. agree. <laughs> I'm what they call an activator in the old uh, personality test. So yesterday, uh, was yesterday Tuesday? Yes. yes. Okay. 
yesterday was Tuesday. And so we had digested this information a little bit. And I started, Joe and I had talked about the things that we absolutely wanted to sell, like that we do not want anymore. We're never going to use it again. And I started selling them. And so that is kind of what, and Joe is, I mean, I got a high five is all I'm going to say. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I will say like, there's things like I'm not on Facebook and we're probably going to get into all this stuff. And so a lot of this ends up falling on Tasha. And so I didn't want to push it because I know she's busy to begin with. She's a busy woman. Right. And so, but a lot of it ends up falling on her to handle like the communicating with right the people out there that the randos this yeah the randos exactly anyway. the um but I was like concerned y'all weren't gonna have any uh, furniture left today when I got here <laughs> I kept texting to you like I sold this I sold that and she was like y'all are gonna be sitting on milk crates tomorrow yeah, I was really <laughs> concerned for the um so that's what okay so first I would say if you when not if when you reach this point that you feel like oh my gosh we just we got to get rid of some stuff. I feel like the first thing you have to do is talk about what you're never going to use again. I mean, that's what we did, right? I said to Joe, okay, you're feeling overstuffed. Like, what do you have in mind that you want to sell? And he rattled off. He He said all of it. I said, you got a pen and paper. (laughs) He was ready. He was like, you know, the console table at the foot of our bed. I don't like it there. Which is weird because you're not like a giant. You're like six feet tall. That's not not short, though. Like, no, no. It's not nobody's family. feet are hitting anything in my house. <laughs> Joe is tall for his family. Yeah. Anyway, so we talked about it. Luckily, we were in agreement. I mean, I think that there are going to be times where we wouldn't always agree. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to have a future podcast episode on how to get rid of stuff when you can't agree on what to get rid of. Well, also, and I wonder, how I have a hard time. I'm very sentimental. That is, I've already decided we're going to do a whole podcast episode on the emotions of letting stuff go. I'll probably cry. You might. I get very emotionally attached to everything. I'm just kidding. But Joe I'm and I... I'm working on the soundtrack for that episode in my head right now. <laughs> I'm feeling a little Whitney Houston. <laughs> well, and, uh, Sarah McLachlan. Yeah. I'm the angel. Very emo. Oh my God, stop. Oh my gosh, okay. Anyway, luckily Joe and I are not emotionally attached to really any sp- stuff. Just like each that. other. Jo- oh my gosh. Joe was <laughs> not attached to me at all on Sunday. He was, he was very over me. Anyway, so make your list of stuff. Okay, then the rest of this episode, I promise, y'all are like, gosh, I feel like this is a marriage counseling episode. Nope. Then (laughs) what we're actually going to give you now are the options that we use for selling our stuff. And I will say, if there is anyone who is good at selling their stuff, it is me. You're amazing. It it. is amazing. (laughs) And that, so first we're going to talk about the different options, five different options for selling your stuff and five options tips for actually selling quickly and easily okay so my number one place for selling stuff my number one choice is Micket, and it's margo did not know what this is a mutual friend of ours was like what is that i know they have them everywhere i believe so okay Okay. so it's spelled m-i-c-i-t i don't get it i don't know why it's called that maybe it's an acronym maybe but it's what these are are private Facebook groups by city usually. Mm-hmm. So like we have a Facebook group called Micket Greensboro, North Carolina. So it is specific to our region. It is private. You have to be approved for the group. The reason that's important is because 
I feel like it really cuts down on like the weirdo factor because Mm -hmm. you can see everyone's profile. So if somebody says, Ooh, I want that. You can see like, Oh, they have six mutual friends of yours Mm -hmm. or it's kind of like seven degrees of separation. You can, you're not going to get like a total creeper, which is awesome. Um, so make is my number one choice. That is the first place for there. I wouldn't post an appliance necessarily on make but if it's furniture or any sort of home good clothing, if you have clothing to get rid of old purses, I mean, anything like that, I would highly recommend and if, make it for. And if you don't have a make there may be another group in your, there's all kinds of groups out there. Like there's ones for specific brands. There's yes, ones for specific you're right. items. So don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you don't have that for some reason or you live in a small town or yes. something, look for Yes, in that is area. true. Like um, my favorite kids clothes store closed down years ago is called Narchi. And there are specific mm-hmm. Narchi buy, trade, and sell groups. Oh, I like Narchi. They're private. You have to get approved. But but that's a benefit. <laughs> so I think our Mickett Greensboro group has like 6,000 members. So it's not a ginormous group, but it's, let's call them qualified buyers. You know, if somebody says, I want to like buy it, they're actually going to show up. They're not going to murder you, which is a huge bonus. And you're going to get your money. Huge bonus. Big bonus. Maybe the best bonus. Big bonus. So what, that's part of what Joe was alluding to is, um, Mickett is, it is a Facebook thing. He is not on what he likes to call uh, the Facebook. So I wind up having to do that. I wind up having to do that. But um, you basically put in a description of the item, how much you want, and then a photo. And you can add additional photos in the comments. The nice thing about Mickit is I don't feel like people try to really like uh, bargain with you. It's not a lot of haggling. Haggling. You're not allowed to haggle unless you say it. OBO are on there, right? Correct. Offer. There are rules in each Mickit group. And like in our group, the first person that says interested is the winner of the item. Now they may say like interested, pending, questions answered. So if you then answer a question, they can pass on it. And then anyone who says next is next in line. And so you'll get like interested, next, 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 next. Anyway, that's how it works. But Joe can't help with that part because he's not on uh, the Facebook. But that is my number one. It's another benefit to not being on the Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That's my number one choice for selling stuff. Now, what's cool is when I list something on Mickit and I actually click post, it says, Bing, would you like to post this other places? And one of the options is the Facebook Marketplace, which some people have still not heard of. Really? Uh, yeah. I sometimes just as a hobby like to peruse all the weird stuff for sale on Who it. doesn't? Facebook Marketplace is kind of like a flea market in your computer. I mean, it's I don't... It's amazing. Insane. I don't know what else to call it. But if you go into Facebook and you are basically where you land on the home screen and you look to the left where you might have groups that you're part of listed somewhere up near the top, you will see the word marketplace. And all you have to do is click on that and enter your zip code or your city. And then you can basically tell it, Hey, I want to be alerted to things that are within 50 miles. You can kind of put in like a search radius and then you can search it. Like 
if you're looking for a desk, you can type in desk. Or you could just do what Tia does, which is like, let's just peruse it. Let's just see what people have for sale. I have found really cool things on Facebook Marketplace. And when when I cross post Mickit and Facebook Marketplace, sometimes the first person to comment and get something is actually from the Facebook Marketplace as opposed I've never to Mickit. I need to try that. So the I would say it's my second choice to Mickit. The downside is it's not a private group. So in theory, you could get some total weirdos. It is helpful, though, that you can still see their profile. You can see if there are any mutual connections. It's still a lot more on the up and up than, in my mind, than like Craigslist. Do people still Craigslist things? Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Okay. So Mickey is my first choice. Facebook Marketplace is my second. The third one I'm going to let Joe talk about because this is one he can do <laughs> because it doesn't involve Facebook. And I've never done it, but it's like the neighborhood websites. Yeah. And so I think kind of where we're getting at is the first two Tasha handles and those, at least the stuff that we put on there is typically like bigger items or maybe cost a little more money, Mm -hmm. I would think. And so, but what Tasha will do is she'll try that. And if it doesn't work there, then I'll start to put it on like our neighborhood website. And there's a website called... Next door, I think it's just next door. That's what we is that what yours is? Next door, we're all in the same one, guys. Yeah, it's and I think it's are we in the same nationwide? We are. And it's something that you can do to communicate with your neighbors, whether it's to buy and sell items or give things away or um, notify people about like crimes that are Break happening in, in the like area. Our car was broken into, yeah. And Anthony's a, obsessed with next door, guys. He reads everything and then he reports to me whose dog has been barking, who's oh, angry wow. at early morning runners. His favorite is when people get in fights on it. Who gets angry at early morning runners? When you know how they'll run down the street and hoot and holler? No, hoot that is just wrong. Hoot and holler? You they know? may not be running hard enough if they're able to hoot and holler. You know, they're like, woo-woo, <laughs> woo-woo. Anyway. Why would anyone do th- Oh my gosh, we digress, but why would anyone do that? That know. is very inconsiderate. But it happens because it's on, it was on Nextdoor recently. Wow. But Nextdoor is like, um, you, you set your neighborhood so you can only look at things like in your Correct. specific neighborhood and yep. then you can kind of go out by radius, which is why yes. even though we don't live in the same neighborhood, we're just a few miles from yes, each other. Yes, we're very close. So I see your stuff too. I never go on there to like peruse, but I've sold things. Well, and I feel like, yes, I feel like Joe has listed, what did you list on Nextdoor? It was a dining room table. <gasps> That's right. And you can. You can pick like just mm-hmm. your specific neighborhood or you can branch out. And these people that bought the table were actually probably, I don't know how many neighborhoods away, but yeah. at least 25 minutes or so away from oh, us. Oh, wow. And I, I just, I think I did that on purpose. Like I clicked the bigger area. You could give you like different, maybe three different choices as far as the mm-hmm. area you choose. And it, yeah, it worked. It worked well. And it was, it yeah. was, um, you know, something you can kind of see, because you have to get invited to this group as well. You can't just be... Which, again, cuts down on the weirdo factor. You don't, do you have to be invited, or you just have to, like, be approved? You have to, like, set up oh, your profile. Okay. You yeah. can't yeah. You can't be anonymous. So I was like, it's exclusive. I was <laughs> invited. I was invited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think you have to be, like, you're right, like, approved yes. or whatever. And they can communicate. I think you can probably choose how they can communicate with you, mm-hmm. whether it's email or texting. Or, and so that way they can you know, ask questions or, um, just, you know, a way for you to get your information out there and communicate whether, you know, whether or not you are interested in the piece. And 
I feel like it makes it easy and a little less scary dealing yep. with people. <laughs> we sound real paranoid. We, but. <laughs> we sold um, Van's Ikea daybed on Nextdoor. Oh, there you go. And the lady was lovely. Yeah. And she came and looked at it and then when Zip came back and yeah. we, Anthony went and set it up in her house. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We're full service guys. Wow. Yeah. It feels a little better doing something for your neighbors. It does. Yeah. So again, so the... the <laughs> So Mickett, maybe maybe next door should be my second choice. But the reason I'm not going to rank it number two is because you can easily cross post Mickett and Facebook. It's working smarter, not harder. Efficiency, guys. Efficiency. Name of the but game. Joe's right. So with that dining room table, the reason I had a lot of interest in it on Mickett, the problem was it was the size of a small warehouse. It was the biggest dining room table in the history of the world. And so people would message me, say they were interested, they needed to take measurements, and then I always heard back, it won't fit in my room. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, but it did sell on Nextdoor, and it sold to a really nice couple, so that was, felt like it was going to a good home. Yeah. Um, so the number four option isn't going to be an option for everybody, but if you work in a large enough company or department that has like an internal, well, I call them list serves. That's what I would call them. Okay. Some people call them bulletin, company bulletin boards. Yes. Electronic bulletin boards. That's always an option. Like, and I feel like that was going to be the next step with the dining room table, right? It actually, I had, uh, I had put it on oh, there. Oh, okay. And I had somebody, this person. For your work? Yes. Obviously. And so, and they call it just, I think in my work, they call it a trading post. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. There you um, go. And so it's all just on this, the website mm -hmm. that everybody in our, you know, I guess for the city can see. And anyway, so you, you reach a lot of people that way. If you have multiple departments, you know, places that has multiple departments. Yeah. Anyway. And so I guess you could probably also just kind of stick it on that subject, email people within your company, which you I'm could. sure you would probably want to make sure you do it tastefully and not often. Hey, you want my stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Yard sale in my cube today, guys. Yeah. So I would say that's the number four choice. Um, we don't, because like Joe said, I think that it's, you don't want to like abuse it. <laughs> you don't want to do it too often. So we don't do it. It's not like a first resort for us. Um, but it's, it's a resource that some people may not think of. So we're mentioning it. And, that, then, and I think getting back to the theme here is that, you know, the people, yes, uh, yeah. you may not know them specifically, no but weirdos. you obviously have some form of relationship with this person yes. if they're in within the same reach yeah. as you within your company and hashtag no murder. Yeah. <laughs> My brother-in-law works for a large company in South Carolina and they, that's how they get rid of everything. Yeah. They sold a car. Oh, wow. That, I mean, all the things. Goodness. They're like, oh, we'll just put it on the such and such board okay. at work. And, well, and it's gone. Yep. And it gets zipped right up. It might yeah. even be a bulletin board where you stick up a picture with those uh, tabs yeah. hanging down so they can That's pull true. your number. Pull it, pull it right off. That's right. <laughs> remember I those? Like that. Oh, I do remember yeah. that. Need a roommate? No, I don't. No. <laughs> Not from a bulletin board in a coffee shop. No, I don't. Yeah. No, thank you. Don't want drum lessons either. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, fifth my fifth choice, it is last and it is least is Craigslist. <laughs> Very least. It is. This is where I come in again. Yeah, I so here here what I Tasha has given up at this point. It's going yeah. in it's going on the curb or to Goodwill or right. I can possibly put it on. That is exactly how it happens. Like if if it hasn't sold in any of the other ways, if Joe wants to take on Craigslist, I'm fine with I'm that. I'm scared to death of Craigslist. Same. I pretty so much want to have nothing to do with it. And I, under no circumstance, ladies, please hear me on this. 
I don't mean to be sexist, but if you, I won't say ladies, anyone who never, ever let someone from Craigslist come to your house if you're there by yourself, please. That's a date <laughs> Whether you're a man or a woman, just make sure. And I, I mean, I go a step further. No one can come unless Joe's home. And if they come from Craigslist, I lock all the doors. Me and the girls are literally locked inside. Even the garage door is locked. And Joe deals with them outside. So, Joe, you're on your own out there. Yes. <laughs> Bending for my Sorry, bro. <laughs> but Don't I'm, even try to get back in until yeah. they're gone. I mean, they, no. she closes the garage door behind right. me. And it's like I'm looking, following the door, waving. Bye. Bye, guys. family. It's been nice. <laughs> Joe wouldn't have it any other way. Joe's probably more paranoid than I am. But it... The things, I would say the only things recently we've sold on Craigslist are like our old refrigerator. Yeah. Like appliances, that sort of thing. Home stuff on Craigslist all the time. Appliances and stuff like that. He has rentals. And well, so they, he does it that way. Yeah. I would for us it is our la it is a last resort yeah. for sure. And now that like you have Micket and Facebook Marketplace and next door, there's Things have changed so much since Craigslist, like, was at its pinnacle. Right. It There are so much, there are better options, which is partly why we're recording this episode. I hope that if you thought Craigslist was your best option, you will reconsider that. Right. Okay. Whew. Tips for selling your stuff quickly and easily. All right, y'all. Oh, Lordy, please hear me on this. You don't have to have a fancy camera and any camera phone will do, but your photos do matter, okay? No one wants to see a picture of your table with dust bunnies clung to the to the the legs. You want your photos to look good because this is like I could go on a whole tangent about this. It's the same concept when you're selling a house. If people if your photos make it look like you don't care about the thing or you didn't take good care of it, they're not going to want it. Right. People want things that they feel like were treasured and taken care of. So clean it, wipe it off. You know, if I have had occasions where I've had to take pictures of things in the garage, but I still try to like move clutter away from it like try to make it right look appealing it really does make a difference I mean I will tell you when I post something on Micket, like it's almost a joke at this point I feel like I told Tia I feel like I should start auctioning my stuff off <laughs> well part of it is like you have amazing pictures too and I think that helps well that's that's I mean, exactly really it nice, but like- I feel like it's more here's what happens on Micket. It's algorithmy, like it's an algorithm yes. thing. So if your stuff doesn't get interest immediately, it gets buried very, yep. very quickly. It, it's yeah, Bump. it's just a fact. And so there are two. So this leads to my. This goes to my first and second tip. One, your photos matter. If you have a great photo, you're gonna get interest very quickly. You could have the same item with a terrible photo and a great photo. And the terrible photo will get buried and no one will buy it. If it's a great photo, it can be the exact same thing. You will have a very different experience. And if you overprice it, no one's going to pay attention to it. I'm just saying. So I feel like when I price it the way I should, it moves fast. I mean, I sold like 10 things yesterday. It was insane. Now you got a little jingle in your pocket. I got a little jingle in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so then my third tip is make it easy for people to pay you. 
I am fairly new to Venmo. I feel very cool and young now. I have to get it. Anthony's the only one that has it at our house. Venmo is, I would say, it's becoming the the way people prefer to pay. Okay. If you don't have Venmo, like at least have PayPal. Um, if if people don't want to use an electronic means to pay you, I always just very politely say, you know, if it's easier for you to Venmo or PayPal me, that's fine. Otherwise, please bring cash. Like we do not take checks. Yeah, and we don't have that magic pen that checks the hundred dollar bills. So let's, <laughs> you let's can probably keep, order one on Amazon. Yeah, let's keep it like twenties. <laughs> and then related to kind Small of electronic <laughs> related to electronic payment is my fourth tip, which is. Something that is known as porch pickup. So PPU. I... PPU. yes. Porch yeah, pickup. It took me a long time to figure out what that The shorthand. So I will say, especially if it's a smaller item, I will say porch pickup, which means you electronically send me the money and then I literally just set the item out for you on whatever day we agree and you pick it up at your convenience. We don't even have to talk to each other. Um, so this week I did that with a couple of tables that weren't even that small, but I just put our back deck is kind of offset from the road enough that I said, well, I'll just put them out on our back deck. You can swing by and pick them up whenever it's convenient for you. And then tip number five, this, this goes back to Craigslist, poor Craigslist. If you are selling something to someone that makes you in any way uncomfortable or it is a total stranger, like you can't even see their Facebook profile, I think our preference is to meet them at a known location, like a shopping center nearby. I've met people at Friendly Shopping Center, which is a local shopping center in Greensboro. And when we did sell our old refrigerator on Craigslist, tell them what you did. I met them at a grocery store nearby. And then brought them into the house. He, he like, he like, um, vetted them. At the he vetted store. them at the grocery store and got paid at the grocery store. And then brought them here where, where the children and I were locked in the <laughs> they were in, You were in the bunker. Yeah. yeah, we were in the, we were in the panic room. Yeah. Locked away. That is very Anyway, so those are my five tips for selling quickly and easily. So I hope now you have learned your best options for selling stuff once, when you're feeling overstuffed and you decide what to get rid of. And then also kind of the tips for selling quickly and easily. So. I love it. I love them all. I yeah. need to employ them all in the house. I feel like we could add more to that as well. I think Tia brought up a good point about like consignment sales. Consignment sales. Consignment yep. stores. Yeah. So consignment sales. Maybe the people out there will give us some other ideas on how to. Yeah. yeah how send us it. where. If we have missed. Y'all, I'm dead serious. If I am missing a good place to sell stuff, please let me know because I can, I kind of consider it like a, a, when I get into it, like when Joe puts, Joe is usually the one who encourages the activity, but when I am on board with it, I am all in and I am on it. So if there is something I am missing, I would really like to know that, please. Do not. Send us the information of doing a yard sale. No, we're not into... I should have said that. Yard sale didn't even make my list, and that is for a reason. No one wants to pay more than a quarter for anything. And I I don't... Yes, that's it. Like, haggling... The haggling is the worst. People will always show up earlier than you tell them, and they are so rude. We had people knocking on our door asking if they could come in our house no. and look through our boxes. No, no. 
Anthony was like, we're in our pajamas and it's 4.30. <laughs> I mean, it is nuts. People will, some people you get, of course, are lovely. But the people are real ballsy when it They're comes to They're called yardlers. Uh, yardlers. Yardlers, okay. <laughs> yeah, the yard sailors. Oh my gosh, yardlers. they're intense. Plus and the amount of work, not only the day of, but yeah. the prep to get everything priced. Oh and, God, I hate it. And I think Joe in particular does not like just hordes of strangers coming to our house. Let's not have hordes of yardlers. No, yardlers, gosh, I love it. They're a very specific subset of people who want to pay very little. Mm-mm, I can't. Maybe want to walk through your house and see what they no, can buy. They Ask can to go use away. your bathroom. Uh-uh. No. No. Nope, I'm not into I don't like it. it. Anyway, that's why yards. I'm glad you said that. No, Because no I don't want sales. a bunch of tips saying yard sales because we don't, no. we've decided that's not for us. No. We got a... Really, we give away the small stuff and try and sell the big stuff. Yes. And, okay, that's something also to add. I am not saying you should never donate things. We donate things all the time. We do, too. Um, and, in fact, I asked Tia yesterday, what is the name of the place where I can take all my old suits for, like, women who are doing job interviews and looking for... So, I am a big proponent of donating things to people less fortunate than yourself often. But for some items, we're just not gonna do that sure. like well, <laughs> it's fine. not unreasonable to sell something so no. um anyway if you have suggestions for where you like to sell things just email them to us at podcast at kaleidoscope living.com we would love to hear about it or show us on instagram and tag us yeah do that do it all tell us every way you tell can. us every way yep. yep you can tag us at tasha.kaleidoscope um, we also love, love, love it when you tag us on Instagram when you're listening. People take screenshots and tell us what it. what you're doing. It is so fun, it's right? It's really funny, yeah. Um, people tell us what they're doing while they're listening. Um, just don't forget to tag us so that we can actually see it. It helps us a ton in spreading the word about the podcast. And we have fun sharing it in our Instagram stories so that other people can you know, see what, pe- I, I feel like we have a good variety. Oh, somebody, my favorite one so far, um, was somebody tagged me and said, uh, I listened to the podcast while I rode this morning and it made the road like rower, like exercise yeah. rower. And it made the time go so quickly. And I was like, yes, that's awesome. Cause rowing is real hard. Yeah, it is. Mm. All right, and also just make sure that you subscribe to Colorful Conversations on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you would, also leave us a review. Everyone helps, and we love reading what you have to say. Yeah, we read every single one, y'all, and <laughs> Tia's going to die that this is the one I decided to oh share. Oh, you're so mean. This is Sky. I'm tore up. No, no. So this one was a review that we got. The handle is Fun1894. Quote, my first episode listened to was The Kitchen Reno. I'm happy to have found hosts who don't over-talk each other or over-laugh. <laughs> <laughs> got some great tips. Hope that Tia is not quite as contrary on other episodes. That brought my score down. Now, for the record, y'all, we still got four out of five stars. Uh, it's fine. Also, <laughs> this is the reason I'm sharing this one. Also, I wish Tasha would let her husband finish a thought. He's a co-host for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, I had to share this one since I knew you were recording this episode with us because basically... I feel like this person just wanted you to do a podcast by yourself. Coming soon. They don't want me. To a podcast theater near you. Joe's Corner. Anyway. I'm going to get him a t-shirt that says co-host for a reason. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, we really do read every single one, and we are kind of la- I'm laughing about this one because I think Joe feels like podcasting is not his gift, and T and I are always like, no, you're so funny on the podcast when we listen back to him. Clearly, this person agreed. She wanted more of Joe. She's team Joe, yeah, not like team Tia. I'm doing my best over here, huh? <laughs> Or team Tasha. Yeah, I know. She's team Joe all yeah. the way. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks again, and... We will be back here next week with more fun and advice. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye.